Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to my podcast. My name's Lorena and this is The Pooch. I'm starving like a dog. My son is asleep and I'm going to take this opportunity to record episode 42. Oh my gosh, this is amazing because we all know that any minute now he's going to wake up and my co-host is going to join us. We were running so late this morning. Um, I set my alarm, which I never do, and then it went off and I snoozed, which I never do. I don't know what's happened to me. Anyway, we're all very well rested, but I didn't get my daughter to preschool until like, I think it was like 9.30, quarter to 10, which is just such a waste of a morning. Anyway, no, not a waste. We have a great morning. I just have so much to do. So my son's asleep and I thought I would sit down and record this episode before he wakes up. I have been well. I turned 37 since you last heard from me and in case you were wondering, in case you haven't experienced it yet, 37 feels wonderful. It's crazy to me that when I was in my 20s, I used to like totally cringe at getting older and now I'm just like, it feels great. Like who cares? It just, I don't know. It's just a, such a nice feeling. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm one of the fortunate ones whose my life is somewhat where I thought it would be at this age. I guess so maybe that's my privilege and that's why I'm like yeah life is great um but yeah I feel good I feel like I've got goals and I'm still feeling very driven to achieve them and I feel like for me birthdays kind of feel like a little bit of like a new year like I always have like birthday resolutions it's a new year new start fresh you know fresh clean slate and I feel like other than the fact that you know I had some leftover birthday cake that's kind of taken a few days to get through um so I've been eating cake every day my dad made a delicious dutch apple tart um and yeah it's just been sitting in my fridge and I've been chipping at it away but it's gone now I have this thing where I'm like if I've got something that I know is going to tempt me I have this it's like my excuse to eat lots of it now because then I'm like oh, well I better quickly get through it that way it's not going to tempt me later so it's gone the apple tart's gone until he makes another one there is no more apple tart in my fridge I have plowed through it so I'm going to be healthy today anyway episode 42 is a little bit of a rant I'm going to say I don't often rant well <laughs> in my real life I do if you know me <laughs> I rant plenty but on my podcast I don't often rant Anyway, so this episode is, I guess, triggered by a post that I made the other day on TikTok, and it was basically a support to new mums. It was a reminder to sleep when the baby sleeps. And I know very often you hear, oh, yeah, haha, sleep when the baby sleeps. That's impossible. And I am pushing the idea that it's not impossible. It's that we prioritize other things as new first time mums. So how essential is it to rest when the baby's sleeping, if possible, if it's 
within your realm of possibility and you're choosing to fold clothes or wash dishes instead of sleeping when somebody else could be doing it or you could be doing that later or you could just leave it as it is because honestly there is it Although it seems critical at the time, there is nothing more critical than your brain getting rest. We all know how tiring it is. It's a new level of exhaustion that before you've had a baby, you've never experienced in your life. Suddenly you're going through labor, you know, pregnancy labor, giving birth, having the baby in your arms, and then that's the end of ever resting again. You don't recover through, you don't sleep after giving birth. You don't rest after, you know, after actually going through the whole ordeal. And suddenly every night after night after night, you're kept awake if you're lucky every two hours but you know in some cases like mine it was like a continuous stream of just being awake so I'm here saying if you're a new mum sleep when the baby sleeps let it be somebody else's problem to do the things that you think you need to do and again if there's nobody else there to do that stuff do it later or just don't do it because your, your brain needs rest so I made a post about this the other day on TikTok and um, I did get, you know, a number of people saying, I wish someone had said this to me. I, you know, it's it's such an important idea that, you know, you kind of, you hear so many mums saying, you know, mocking the thought of sleeping when the baby sleeps because when is everything else going to get done? That no one actually pushes you to actually do it. There was, however, another bunch of people that were trying to explain kind of in their circumstances why it was impossible to rest. And some of them, you know, totally valid. You know, you let's say you have... Uh, two babies at the same time, you've got twins. I'm talking like there's no word for it. You have twins or you have triplets. Uh, you have multiples and they're not sleeping at the same time. Obviously, it's not possible for you. Um, you know, but other people would say things like, well, you know, I've got a toddler running around. How am I supposed to do that? And and, and I'm here kind of saying like, this is something for new mums, for first time mums. And I'm also pushing the idea that if it is possible. So my blanket statement is, if it is possible for you sleep when the baby sleeps. And then I have a whole bunch of people saying, well, it's not possible for me. It's not possible for me for X, Y, Z reason. And I get, this is where my rant starts because I'm thinking, if it's not possible for you, this post is not for you. And we have to be thinking about new mums and providing them the support that we would have appreciated when we were new mums as well. Sleeping when the baby slept when I had my second baby was also not possible for me. I have a toddler. I have a baby and a toddler. At the time she was three years old. There is no chance I'd be sleeping when the baby slept when I have a toddler running around who needs to be fed, needs to be cared for, is also try, I need to try and keep her quiet so that the baby can sleep, all that kind of stuff. I also didn't sleep a second time around because it wasn't possible for me. So it's a really simple concept, but people kind of go, but what about me in this scenario? So my rant is a little bit about this whole idea of like the world becoming a little bit too much. What about me and what about me and how does this scenario apply to me? The reason it upsets me is because here we are as mums always talking about the fact that we don't have a village. Where is my village? My village doesn't exist. And I agree. I'm like, this is, you know, I've got, I'm lucky to have, you know, a few people close to me who are there to support me, like my parents and, you know, close friends and, you know, family. But I, the, the village concept, the way that we assume it should be doesn't exist in most of our lives. But that's not to say that we can't start thinking about how we can play that role in the lives of others, in the lives of new mums. I honestly believe if you've got something to share that is useful to a new mum, and I'm talking a new mum, a first time new mum, 
which is where I think we all mentally struggled the most. I, I believe that's my that's my experience and the experience of the people around me that, you know, once you have the, the following kids or once you somewhat of a seasoned mum, and I'm not that seasoned, three and a half years, I don't think makes me a seasoned mum, but to a degree, I'm nowhere like the person that I was after I just had my first baby or my, you know, six months in to having my first baby. That is such a different experience, such a different mind field to what I'm experiencing now. My daily struggles now are not me completely being thrown out of my reality and having no clue how I fit in the world and no clue why I'm the only one failing and struggling to keep up and why my body looks the way that it looks when all other mums seem to have their shit together. Now my headspace is in a totally different playing field. But I honestly believe that because because I've been through that experience of being a new mum and those of you listening are in the same, mostly in the same boat as me, I think we just somehow owe it to new mums so that we can stop the cycle of new mums constantly struggling so if there's a piece of a silly little video online sharing some advice about hey new mums stop thinking that you can't sleep when the baby sleeps forget what you've heard just actually do it because it's really good for you everyone seems to feel the need to chime in and go well what about me I think the problem with this also is that it stops people wanting to share, you know, some what they feel is helpful, useful advice because you're worried about offending people that have not been in in or not been as fortunate as you, let's say, to be able to do the things that are quite healthy for you and necessary for you. So I've made other posts, for example, about how great it is when you have the chance. And I always put that proviso, like if it's possible for you, when you have the chance, go to the gym, sneak out when everyone's still sleeping, you know, get out of the house at five, you're going to be awake anyway. Why don't you use that time to sneak out and go and do some exercise or go for a walk, have an hour to yourself. And without a shadow of doubt, someone will always chime in and go, oh, you know, what privilege you're able to afford a gym membership or you're able to, you know, you have a partner that can actually be there with your kids. And I'm saying once again, if it's possible, not everyone's life scenarios are exactly the same. And honestly, I feel like, you know, first of all, I don't have a gym membership. I happen to live in a complex where there is a gym, but that is totally irrelevant in my opinion, because let's say I had a top tier membership at the best gym in Sydney on the fucking top of the opera house. Should I not try and encourage people to take the time for themselves in a way that they can? That is absolutely not my reality, but I'm just saying, should I not try to encourage people, new mums who hadn't thought to do this, you know, mums who are struggling to find time for themselves, should I not try to encourage them if our, if our circumstances are not exactly the same? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think I'm just getting tired of the outranking each other in difficulty. I think, you know, if we're really here looking for a true village, I think we have to be thinking both how would I benefit from a village, but what can I bring to the village myself? Let's be village people, right? So it's not just about I need a village because I need people surrounding me doing things for me. And if that doesn't exist, then fuck the world. Like what would I bring to the village too? I don't think it's a flex that you have suffered more than other people. And I think we have to factor in the fact that, you know, everyone everyone thinks that they've got it worse than others because no one's prepared to actually put them their head in the life of someone else. No one's putting themselves actually in someone else's shoes. So I might only have two kids and someone else might have five, but I might have a very different circumstance in terms of my partner's route. So my husband works every single day someone with five kids might have a husband who's at home every single day that's a very different reality in both our lives so how can we you know I'm not here trying to outrank people I have I'm very fortunate to have my parents living down the road my parents don't live overseas or far away or you know out of reach to me they're very much within reach so in that I'm very fortunate but in other ways other people have it easier than me and I'm just not I'm not here for the outranking each other in difficulty it just doesn't make any sense to me also I've said it before and I'll say it again I honestly believe we all have a different threshold my tolerance for struggle for physical struggle for you know not having enough free time and free hands to be able to do things has totally changed now that I have two kids and now that I'm a relatively somewhat mildly seasoned mum versus my tolerance for that when I had my first baby. I was a completely different person. I was a shell of a mum when I first had a baby. I didn't know that it was possible to somehow have a shower. You know, I thought it was impossible to have a shower because if I put my baby in someone else's hands, my baby would be crying. Now putting my putting that hat on, if I had a friend who was having a baby now and my friend was thinking there's no way I can step in the shower because my baby will scream if my baby's not with me I would be like how can I help make that happen for you how can I would honestly stand in the shower in the shower I would stand in the bathroom holding your baby for you so that you can your baby can see you while you shower I would step in even though now in my life that is not necessary you know my baby you know 
he's in a bouncer, I'm having a shower and it's it's manageable and it's okay and I can do that. I know what it's like to be a first-time mum and think that that is the worst thing in the world. That is the most difficult you know, thing to manage because I don't have the free hands and I don't have the time, I don't have the energy and on top of it, my baby's screaming and crying. Now, again, as a somewhat seasoned mum, I look at those scenarios different but I reflect on that carefully so I think what would a new mum need from me as a somewhat seasoned mum if I was to be part of her village I don't know if that makes any sense but what I'm trying to say is you know coming together to actually think if we're here to support each other as a village we also need to factor in that new mums have a have a unique experience that we've all shared how can we be there for them if you've listened to my previous episodes I've mentioned this idea of struggle shaming and I believe it's a term that I've coined um, you know and it's the idea that we as mums are ashamed for struggling by other mums, mums that have been, you know, around longer than us, whether it's previous generations or whatever. And it's the idea that, you know, you're basically, if you're, if you're having a difficult time with this, imagine how hard I must have had it because I didn't have X, Y, Z. So, you know, oh, imagine you think you've got a lot of washing to do. Well, I used cloth nappies back in the day. And it's like, so I'm not allowed to express that it's difficult. I'm not allowed to feel like I'm struggling because you had it that much harder. And my opinion on that is that is absurd. It muzzles people from being able to share that they're struggling. And again, you're not factoring in the whole picture you're not factoring in the whole picture because I might be struggling with the amount that I have to wash because I'm home every single day by myself with my two kids and the person who's shaming me for struggling because they had to you know use cloth nappies might have had the luxury of having their partner home at 5 p.m every single day you know what I mean so or and on weekends and and present so there it's just not a compare you just can't make those comparisons so I have a massive issue with struggle shaming because I think it's just an unfair you're not factoring in the entirety of someone's life and then layering on top of that you're not factoring in that person's threshold for what they're capable of handling at the point in time it's not a luxury to rest as a new mum it's essential and if you didn't get the opportunity to because of your circumstances that is that's really, really tough and that's really hard for you and I I feel for you. I didn't rest but that was my choice. That's not because I couldn't. That's because I didn't understand the importance of it. But either way, it doesn't mean that new mums shouldn't be encouraged to sleep when the baby does. I feel like I'm being really harsh here and really angry but I just, I'm not. I, I just I just think it's it's a simple concept that we need to think maybe beyond beyond how we've considered things in the past we don't want to be told oh if it you know you think it's hard now wait till the kids are toddler wait till they're teenagers we don't want to be told that stuff we don't want to be shamed for for having difficulties now because you know mums in the 80s or the 70s had it harder in their way in their opinion we don't want to be struggle shamed and we want to feel like we have a village or at least that's what we say so here I just I guess my rant is about thinking how do we actually play a part in that instead of cutting down every opportunity to support new mums because we feel like our situation is unique or somehow more challenging I can't complain about existing in a world where there's no village if I'm not willing to do that for others and honestly I feel like that's that is something I'm so prepared to do and I and I mean it. I mean it to my core. I feel like it's more than just a nice, nice thing to do. I think we have to come back to our, our roots and think if there's a new mum around, what role do I play? Not do I play a role, but what role do I play? When other, for example, in my family, I'm the only one in Australia within my family who has babies at the moment, but I can 
I guarantee put my hand on fire and say that when other babies appear in my family, so my sister, my cousins, etc., when they, if they choose to have kids, I don't just feel like, you know, if I've got some free time, I might step in. I actually feel like some kind of in, internal duty. Like I feel that's my family. They're my, it's, it's, it's a role that I, I'm playing not because I mean I can opt out obviously there's there is you know we all we all live independent lives no one can expect anything from you but I'm saying me personally I just feel like it's a given as as a part of their village that I would step in or at least try to if they needed me to so you know if a new mum in my family needs to get to an appointment I feel like it's my duty to help get her there if she needs it so you know it's not a question of oh you know reach out if because no one reaches out we all know nobody reaches out if I see that you need to get somewhere and you have a newborn and you're unable to make it to a particular appointment or you're putting things off that have to do with your health I'm there like that's that to me is a village it's not a question of you know you chose this life and you're kind of off on your own I'll be up front and center until the person says to me sorry no thank you and that's look that's probably unfortunate for the people in my family because I'm not interested in in kind of being being on the side I just and that I have to say I'm extremely fortunate to have a very close-knit family so I know that not everyone is in that in that position and again that's just my circumstances versus others. But all I'm saying is, you know, I think if you are close to your, if you have a close friend or, or a close family member who has a baby and, you know, it's essential that they get to a particular appointment, we collectively have to gather and go, well, how do we get her there? Because she's struggling to sleep. She's not eating properly. You know, I don't know. The baby is very clingy with her. She can't drive yet because it's within the six weeks after giving birth or she's had a cesarean, whatever it is. How do we support her to get there? That's my opinion. That's how I feel like we should be collectively. So again, when I post something online, that's like, hey, mums, you know that you're meant to sleep, right? You know that you're meant to sleep. And everyone chimes in going, well, what about my circumstances? It's impossible. I just feel like, are we not allowed to share this with new mums? Like I just, it anyway, it's a bit of a problem for me. And I will continue to share that stuff, whether it's on this podcast, on social media, on my YouTube channel. If you don't know, I have a YouTube channel. Come and find me. Um, it's Lorena V, L-O-R-E-N-A-V. And uh, I basically have created this channel once again so I can share the realities of new mum life because I don't want people to feel like their experience is unique. Now, I am no longer a new mum with a new, with a, you know, with one baby. So my reality is a little bit different to that of a new mum, but I'm constantly making a conscious effort to remind myself what new mum life feels like. On that note, uh, I haven't eaten <laughs> today. I am starving. My tummy's rumbling. Uh, I've breastfed about a thousand times, so that's probably not a good idea. I think I need to top my cup up before I can continue to make milk. Otherwise, it's going to turn to powder. Uh, so once again, I'm here to remind you to trust your gut. Be kind to your pooch. Be somebody's village. You be my village and I'll be in yours. We can be each other's village together, but let's just think a little bit more collectively. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.